When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code SPOTIFY to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code SPOTIFY at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code SPOTIFY. Hello and welcome to a brand new Five Heart Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Mahochko, and joining me is the uh, ever-dashing and debonair, although tonight a little frazzled and frustrated at me. He is our founder. He is our fearless leader. He is John Dam Johnston. Hello, John. Hi. How are you, buddy? Trying to find this goddamn game on YouTube TV. Okay. What game, are, what is. game is that? Yeah, LSU is you? versus Wake Forest, right? You, you got to watch you, uh, YouTube, or, or I see it on Hulu quite a bit. Uh, I It'll pop up the College World Series, yes, because I have ESPN+. Plus. But let me tell you a little bit about the World Cup qualifying rounds for cricket. Okay. I have watched. Why I didn't even know you. This? What? Huh? Why? Why? Well, I didn't know the United States had a national cricket team. We do. We're not good. I think we lost to uh, the Netherlands like seven to one or however. This that's the thing. I'm watching this for a sustained amount of time. There's almost no um, uh, announcer announcing team. There's no explanation of the game of cricket. And a- after five or so minutes, I'm like. I can't do this anymore. I'm going to go go watch almost anything other than cricket. I don't do you know how cricket it. works. I do not know how cricket works. When you're in, you're out. When you're out, you're in. None of that makes any sense. Nope, it doesn't. But right now, LSU is playing Wake Forest to see who goes to the finals. It's the bottom of the first inning. It's not the bottom of the first inning. What the hell is on my YouTube TV? <laughs> so what you're saying is it's probably you said it was the 11th inning earlier, correct? Yeah. All right. I'm, and is that on ESPN or is that on one of the major? I mean, not not that ESPN is not major, but is it on like a network or is it on like ESPN? It's on YouTube. I, YouTube TV. It shows what sports are on. And you click on that. I don't know what it's on. You don't even know what it's on anymore. You just go to your little provider thing, and a game pops up, and you go, "Oh, game!" And then you click on it. It doesn't matter what it's on. That's the thing. It does to me, John. Why well, no? I can't find it. Because people like me need to know these things. ESPN two says James Boardman in the comments, which um. I got to say, I got I, I got word last week that people were uh, not seeing the comments in the video. So yeah. I don't know how to rectify that. I'm just. Well, OK. 
in you on YouTube anyway, the comments show up down the side of the thing. But mm -hmm. when the video finally publishes, it takes about 24 hours for the live chat to actually show up after the show is done. Okay. So if you are in the comments, which you are, uh, Dion Pryor's here tonight. Hello, Dion, saying it's rain uh, defensive backs at Nebraska uh, with a turquoise person waving. Um, uh, James Boardman, we mentioned, is here. He says the game's on ESPN2. Uh, MK says it's bottom of the 11th, 0, zero. And uh, so if you are watching this and commenting, let us know if you're seeing everybody else's comments because it was uh, Josh last week who said, can't see any of the comments on Facebook. So I don't know if it's... Well, on Facebook, you know, I was thinking that we're just going to limit this to YouTube from now on. Okay. Because that way everybody would be on one platform and everybody would be in the same comments. And, and hey, look at this. The Living in David Omaha, David Matney signed up for a membership, which we do provide. You can sign up for a membership for $2.99 a month. $299. Well, not thank really. you. Uh, <laughs> definitely not anonymous David Matney, uh, who's not giving away his location. Um, so... <sighs> John, tell us about uh, uh, copycorn.com. Okay, and then we have T-shirts. They're on sale, 15% off code in the bottom. You got your man-killing mastodons T-shirts are out now. I don't know. I'm trying to figure this out before fall and everybody starts coming back so we see how good our football team is. Okay. All right, I'll start paying attention here. Uh, Fred says he does not see comments on the screen on YouTube. I'm just going to start drinking again. <laughs> well, Don Dre has a recommendation. Kool-Aid drinking Husker loving fans. So you can drink uh, uh, the Kool-Aid. And Fred says, what do we get for the membership? Cobby corn condoms? Uh, it says what you get for the membership. I'm flying around in all directions right now. When I think you get like things that stand out in your chat and replies. There's not a whole lot for $2.99 a month. This is my problem in doing some of this stuff is you're supposed to provide extra stuff. And I don't have a lot of the bandwidth to provide extra because uh, I'm kind of stretching on fumes that it is. I went to the neurologist today. How'd that go? I'm very curious because uh, I've been following your journey ever since you had the Widowmaker, which I learned all about find the right uh, publication over here. Yes. I learned all about John's uh, um, uh, heart situation with Ben Dead, Never Been to Europe by John Johnston. Available now at Amazon and other places probably maybe. I was just pumping out products here. Yeah. <laughs> you got the YouTube subscription. You've got the uh, oh, LSU just won. They did they not. Yeah, they did. It's it's two nothing on my screen. John just left. He's like, I've gotta, I've gotta know what just happened. So uh, LSU just won, walk off fashion. Bottom of the eleventh, two nothing, uh, in this pitchers duel between the only two teams that were number one in uh, college baseball this year, LSU and Wake Forest. James says, Geox, Geox Tigers. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Um, are you serious? You you are you're making that up, right? Making what up? No, yeah, no. No tigers. Yeah, I was, I was making I was making that up, John. I was no, trying no, to be funny. No, no. I was okay. trying to be funny. 
I'm shutting my door. I'm paying attention to what's going on. Well, it's about damn time. I, you know, I bet Omaha is very happy that LSU won. Well, uh, mostly LSU's because been... because they're going to spend shit tons more money on Jello shots and all that kind of crap. Yeah, tell tell me about that, or or tell tell the uh, the viewers what's going on with this Jello shot challenge. Well, apparently, a place named Rocco's uh, is a bar, and they do uh, Jello shots. They sell Jello shots to all the teams. I think part of the proceeds, or all the proceeds, maybe go to a charity. But I I I think like they have sold like LSU has done like over thirty thousand Jello shots. Which you know, I I worried. I watched this baseball game. And I thought it's the ninth inning and it's going to the tenth. And I'm guessing that all the LSU fans right now are most angry about this game because they're probably sobering up. <laughs> and uh, they stop selling nothing, alcohol at, at a certain point. Probably, you know, and they're probably, you know, there's nothing worse than uh, you know being a LSU fan and sobering up because then you start dealing with reality and you you know it's. Yeah, you realize that you realize today LSU had I think thirty seven wins vacated. I saw that. Because yeah, of a, an ineligible player. Right, um, and we'll talk about that. But James Boardman here uh, says Raisin Cane's owner bought six thousand shots, and Fred uh, Fred Sacco corroborated that uh, for for LSU six six thousand shots. That's thirty thousand dollars. That's 30,000. Now, let me just say, this may be the most controversial thing I've ever said in the history of the Five Heart show. I I think Raising Canes is overrated. Uh, I, I don't disagree with you. Yes. I guess I don't get a I don't get to go out a lot and eat a lot of th- I don't I'm, I don't live for food anymore. I like food, but it's not it's not a very I just live for sustainability. Eat what you must. All right, I went to the neurologist. Yes, in July and July we're going to switch from a, an injection, a monthly injection of Ajovi. It's called Ajovi, and we're I'm going to do Botox. Oh, okay. And this is this is like. 15 shots in each temp each right up here right twice i guess my my wife's done uh botox for migraine relief so well i'm kind of that's kind of terrifying maybe she likes needles i don't know 15 shots at each side of your head i think hers were kind of all i don't know i look the way I see it, there's two ways for her to have true migraine relief. One of them is a bunch of needles in the head, and the other one is divorce papers. <laughs> so I'm glad she went with the one she did. Yeah. So. So we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, let's talk about this LSU situation. LSU football uh, situation. Yes. They had uh, from 2012 to 2015. You said it was yeah 37, uh, 37 wins. Yeah. And among the other things is it it makes less miles ineligible for the college yes. football hall of fame. Yep. Um, and he had quite a quite a a run there. 
Um, he did. He was his record was one forty five and seventy three, and now it's one hundred eight and seventy three. I'm surprised they don't flip those. You know, like they don't count those uh, wins now. Tack them on the loss side because he'd be, you know, almost yeah. He, he'd be a sub five hundred uh, career coach. Well, they just they just dismiss him like they never were played. So he drops below six hundred, which is the minimum average for winning. Right. Yeah, it says. Um, let me see here. To to be inducted, you have to have a minimum of six of of you know yeah six hundred um, or point six hundred sixty percent, I guess. Um, and, and then you know he was. Uh, he he lost the job at Kansas, unless Miles did, based on some of these allegations of inappropriate conduct at LSU. So he's not, you know, not looking up for old uh, L. Miles. No, I mean you do what he did, and you you kind of deserve it. Yeah. I, but, play so, stupid games, win stupid prizes. That's exactly what that is. Um, what's the other one? Oh, well, never mind. But I thought it was interesting that Odell Beckham Jr. has been banned for two years. He's not allowed into LSU facilities. Does that seem? Oh, I didn't know that. Really? Does that not seem a little uh, maybe I don't know petty? Or it says now this is on sports.yahoo.com. The NCAA also punished LSU alum uh, OBJ, banning the NFL star wide off from the Tigers facility for two years for handing out cash on the sideline during the national championship game in 2020. Oh, that's right. right. He did do that. That's come on. Well, he's an idiot. Well, you know, hey, hey, come on. He's probably a nice guy. No, he's an idiot. Okay. He's another one. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. I think I imagine he thinks that's pretty funny and cute. Fuck him. Got him headlines. You know, he might be one of those guys. Not to say he doesn't have a good. Uh, I mean, obviously he went back to LSU. Um, you know, for the national championship game or was on the sideline. But, but like, I'm sure some guys only see only view college as like a stepping stone. You know, and regardless of their college careers, they might be okay lighting the torch and burning the bridges. You know what I mean? Well, I suppose if you're going to, yeah. Yeah. All right. What about, what about, what, what's next? Well, it's been uh, a, a week of commitments, John. <laughs> yes. Can I, can I start with one that uh, maybe it's not even on coordination yet. The news is so hot off the wire. Go ahead. I would love to. Uh, you, before we do that, I, we want Stephanie's here on uh, YouTube says, "How confident are you about Matt Rule's direction for the Huskers?" Uh, Go Big Red. Are we going to win the division? Thanks, big fan of the podcast. Well, anybody who claims or admits or, or even lies and says they're a big fan of the podcast, we got to highlight those comments. Um, let's just do. We want to save this one for later. Yeah, let's go through the recruits. Okay. We'll come back, Stephanie. I'm going to start we'll, this. We'll stick around, Stephanie. Dad Gummit. Yeah, yeah, Dad Gummit. Um, so I have I have photos, John, to share. Yeah. Not like that. Not let's not be inappropriate. That's good. <laughs> um, it, this one came across. I found this one out through a non-Husker source, but 
There is an athlete from Southern Illinois who committed to play for Nebraska. Did you see this one, John? Oh. No. Amaya oh, yes. Hargrove uh, is a 6'2 forward from a small town. Now, the, the only reason I'm really getting into the weeds about this one is because uh, she led her team to a, a state runner-up. She's listed as the number two prospect uh, uh, for you know women's basketball out of the state of Illinois. Uh, she's from a very small town, uh, a very blue-collar town, which I think will appeal to uh, Husker fans. Uh, and she committed. Uh, not only that, not only did she commit, let me pull up some stats, John, some stats. Okay, um, stats. stats are good. She's, uh, as I mentioned, she's 6'2". She had an offer from University of Illinois before she ever – played uh for at the high school level uh, she like i said second place for uh her team her small town of christopher uh averaged 25 points nine rebounds two and a half steals per game and had several offers including as mentioned uh illinois iowa indiana missouri creighton and to a lesser extent southern illinois university uh as i mentioned she's the number two prospect in illinois and uh the top recruit in the state, uh, a young lady by the name of, uh, I'm probably going to get it wrong and I apologize, but Aliyah Guyton also, uh, if I may just jump here, uh, also has Nebraska listed in her top five, along with Illinois, Iowa, Michigan State, and Pitt. So uh, Nebraska yep. could be pulling the top two uh, lady basketball players from the state of Illinois. You know what? Uh, you know what's most interesting about that uh, Hargrove girl? What's that? She had more offers than all the football commits put together. <laughs> well, do you want to get to it then, John? Yeah. All right. It was a uh, it was a busy week for the recruiting trail uh, coaches as well as the guys who cover. Uh, recruiting for Nebraska guys like uh, Akila Roberts, um, etc. So let's let's just start. And can we do this in no particular order, John? We can do it in any order you like, Greg. I, gosh darn it, I love it when you agreeable. Are so, uh, so so you have really, really just like given up on being an angry old man tonight, and I'm here for it. That makes me so happy. So. In no particular order, although I've got to. What? Go ahead. What are you going to say? Nothing. I just uh, the, someday I'll learn how to do lighting with a glare in my uh, glasses. It, just keep going. Just okay. Keep, I'll do that. I'll do that. So, it works. Uh, Nebraska picked up a, a commit from uh, a speedster from Texas uh, by the name of Braylon Prude. Now, what yep. do you want to know about Braylon? I can tell you a few things about Braylon. He's uh, listed as an, an athlete, but played pr- predominantly on the uh, uh, defensive side of the ball, defensive back, uh, linebacker safety. Uh, more importantly, he's one of those uh, track star kids that Matt Rule seems to like. 6'4", 190 pounds. Um, I think it was this uh, offer that kind of got him noticed. Um, but he runs a 400-meter dash which this is what I know about track and it's about all I know about track. That's one trip around the track. It is in under 50 seconds, 49.47 seconds. Um, and, and that's not too bad because the, the top 
national times for the high school 400 uh, are around 46 seconds. So he's only a few right. seconds slower than the fastest times in the country. And again, kind of goes back to that Matt rule approach of let's just go find, you know, speed or find elite talent and, and uh, or elite skill and then cultivate and develop it. So, yeah, you know, the thing is, is, I realize this. We're supposed to be pumping up everything, and we're supposed to be like, "Oh, this is the greatest coaching hire ever in the history of mankind or Nebraska football." But I, I, the last two coaches couldn't develop shit. Might want to say the last three coaches. Okay, the, you know, since I, since Tom Osborne, let's be honest, since Tom oh, wow. Osborne, want to go way has back. Anybody developed a fucking thing in Nebraska except headaches for me? Hi, beer guys. Hey, I mean, we really haven't done that well in the whole development department. I mean, basic. Here's a photo of a guy. There's a guy right there in a Minnesota game, literally left Nebraska football so he could get into the NFL. Why do you still have that picture on your wall, by the way? I don't know. What do you want from me? I want you to replace it. <laughs> I'm going to replace it with a. I'm not saying. Okay. Anyway. No, no, no. I here's mean, what I want I, you. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get up and take that picture off. He's not. He doesn't represent Nebraska. Take that picture did. off the wall he, right now. Once a Husker, always a Husker. Bullshit. We're we're sticking to the topic here, and that is <laughs> player development. And are I you watching the comments? Because I'm not. No, I'm not. I thought you're in charge of things. My brain oh, is crap. barely functional. You're supposed to watch everything that's going on. Otherwise, that's why this is your show on Thursday nights. I'm just some guy, okay. uh, but I, you know, I realize, and I, I do, I hope that we're have coaches that can develop and that we can find them diamonds in the rough and that they have a philosophy. Fuck. Yes, I do. I'm tired of losing. It sucks. It really sucks. So does this guy sound interesting? It certainly sounds interesting. Like who was the linebacker we picked up out of Oklahoma fields? Was it that's coming into 2023? That's like a people. He wasn't very well known as a recruit and, and uh, people saw his film and he was a kind of a big hitter guy and one of the diamond of the rough type guy. You know, I mean, if they can find those players and they can go, Hey, we found this guy when nobody else knew and he's coming to Nebraska, but I just find it, you know, kind of bizarre at the beginning of June, we have like four and five stars all over the place. And now we're becoming three star you competing with PJ Fleck. But I, I, I know I'm supposed to be rah, rah. Yeah, you don't have to gonna be, be all, I'm a grouchy old man and not just right. Sit down. Sons of bitches. Well, Fred disagrees with you and says we all, they, they all, the previous coaches all developed shit. Well, they kind of um, did. I mean, they Josh, got some camp. Josh Go tells ahead. you to replace that picture with a, a picture of a PJ Fleck crying after this year's opener. Well, the thing is, is I took all these photos, so I won't be doing that anymore. That's why I haven't replaced anything. But wait, I had a thought that PJ Flick thing was pretty funny comment there, so I lost my thought. That good job, Josh. You derailed the whole show. <laughs> um. <sighs> Dion says we must be a development team with 67 DBs and 23 tight ends now. And that's not even talking about the, you know, Mr. Mr. Nelson there from Ainsworth. Um, I mean, to be fair, you know, Cam Jurgens got an NFL career out of 
that guy we fired reign at Nebraska. And, you know, that's about it. So he's not the only one. Uh, Fred says that uh, PJ Fleck can't cry. The plastic surgery destroyed his tear ducts. That's probably true. And Josh says, when you go to the Minnesota game, you better take your camera. I, I thought I was taking a GoPro on my body. That's what I was playing. So I could yell at people. The hell do you people want from me? <laughs> well, let's, let's move on then. Shall we? Um, let us talk about this big old boy from uh, our neighbors to the East. That is Jake Peters, committed uh, offensive lineman. Kind of need more depth at that position. Uh, what do you want to know about him? He's 6'3", 265 pounds, a three-star interior lineman, and the 15th best player in, in Iowa, um, which, you know, I'm excited. You know, cool. He's, he's here. Like I said, we, we need depth, uh, especially, I think, at, at the line. But saying that you're the 15th best uh, player in Iowa is kind of like saying you're the, I don't know, the the my second favorite brother, and I don't have any brothers, so I don't, I don't know that that didn't pan out. I apologize for for that one. Um, all right, well let's let's keep on rolling. Well, I think he's going to be a center. I mean, he's what is six two six three? What did I just say he was? A uh, six three two sixty five. Yeah, I, well, I take an inch off that. I don't. They, they lie for an inch. Come on. He's not he six pretty three. tall. He's probably six, two, six, he, one. He standing there by he's, a, not, he's a size of a center. He was standing there by Donovan Rayola and he's, you know, a good couple of inches taller than Donovan Rayola without the helmet or, you know, with the, I don't know. How tall is Donovan Rayola? I don't know. Look it up. <laughs> <laughs> See how you, you want to be cooperative. I'll be cooperative. Hey. All right. How about how about this one? How about talk about DBU, uh, Kalen Barta from Kansas, defensive back. Nebraska. Defensive back. That's why I said DBU, John. It's like you don't listen to me. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna run a three three five defense, obviously you need to have thirty defensive backs. He's a product of. Seaman High School in Topeka. Don't start, Fred. I just I'm gonna stop you right there. Sit, listed at six two hundred eighty pounds, tenth best player in uh, Kansas, hundred and fifty sixth best safety in the nation. That's like you know if you average three safeties in the um, first state. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Nebraska was his first offer. So. There you go. Well, they, I get, maybe they got kids into this camp that nobody else knew that, you know, they said, Hey, let's, let's have a camp. And then I, you know, the good news, the good news, if I, if you wanted to have a good perspective about this is the good news is they had kids show up. They found some, I mean, the prude kid, you know, six foot four, one ninety, runs a 49, 400 meter. I think that's kind of neat. Yeah. And they got commitments out of it. The other camp, they got, what nothing really they have a big weekend coming up wait a minute it's thursday night you know what happens tomorrow morning i wake up and go to work no that's not what i'm talking about in the context of the five heart podcast you ninny boop the audio version of the show gets released okay that (laughs) what do we want to happen tomorrow morning 
Dylan Rayola flips his commitment to Nebraska. Well, that'd be one thing, but that's not it. We have two four-star receivers out of uh, – is it Bellevue West? Sure. Where Danny Kalen goes to school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His receivers are probably going to commit tomorrow morning. Hopefully to Nebraska because, you know, if we're going to have these guys that were competing with Lindenwood or Lindwood University or some damn thing, we need some stars in here too. Like, you know, five stars, four stars. And that is those two guys. Uh, oh, come on. See, this is what happens when it's late at night and I start getting worn out. Uh, McMorris Hall, Devon Hall. I just wrote this today, for God's sake. Because we got Donovan Jones out of Omaha North. Oh, geez. Talk Am about- I getting ahead of you? Oh, here we go. Okay. We got Donovan Jones. And, Another you know, defensive this back. Is the, this is the kid that didn't really have any offers either. Uh, and then we got uh, tomorrow morning, we get Devon Hall and Isaiah McMorris. That's that's what it is. And the two receivers are four stars. So it'd be nice to have the court. You know, it'd be nice if you had a, a quarterback who was used to throwing passes is the same guys he's going to play with in college. That'd be kind of cool. I agree. Talk Cause they all have chemistry. They could probably be roommates. And I guess if I, you know, if I was me, if I was like me standing over there and I was responding grouchy old me, I'd look at grouchy me and go, you know, screw you, you jackass. You know, for the past few years, you've been bitching about we couldn't get players to, from Nebraska to commit. Now he is, and now you're complaining about it. Why don't you shut up and go sit in the corner? That's what I'd say to me. Well, let's uh, highlight what Dondre says. Oh, that's not Dondre. Um, well, we'll just- come back to you, Dion. Dondre says, Matt Rule strikes me as a player developer. We will need that to get back on top. I'm not disagreeing with that. I think at least for now, in the next two to three years, we have to win football games and wipe the stink off this program. It'll happen, John. (laughs) I heard we're going 12-0 next year. 12-0. Yeah, 15, 15 and off. You really want to be precise. Um, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the, some of the other kids. Uh, mentioned Donovan Jones already. Sorry, he, I get to uh, clear him out. Let's talk about Evan Taylor. That was the one I didn't write about. I don't know anything about him. Well, he is a, a defensive back from North Kakalaki. Gesundheit? North Carolina. Oh, you never heard that it was uh, uh nickname is North Kakalaki? No, never, no, never. All right. Some of you in the comments know what I'm talking about. Uh, but 6'3", 180 pounds. Uh, he is from Waxhaw, North Carolina. And here's a fun fact that Aquilo threw in the write-up. Waxhaw is the birthplace of former U.S. President Andrew Jackson. That guy. Fine, probably through a few parties. Uh, has uh, he's a defensive back and wide receiver. Um, and Aquilo says athleticism, knows for the ball, uh, and has a frame that he can play every position in the defensive back, um, in, or in the secondary. Uh, for 
On the offensive side, as a junior, had 38 catches, 528 yards, eight touchdowns. Um, let's see, had offers from uh, Charlotte, East Carolina, Florida Atlantic, Rutgers. Uh, took official visits to FAU and Rutgers. Um, but, uh, yeah, pretty exciting. He's there. a tall defensive back. I like that. That's nice. 6'3", yeah, 180. I appreciate you participating in the conversation. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, and then the last one that I have, unless there's more that you found, uh, is another big feller. Uh, uh, and he's from the other side of the state, and that being Colorado. And that is Landon Davidson. Had, he made this more difficult on me because he had a video instead of a photo. Uh, but Landon Davidson is is one of those... You know, I, I think he's he's going to be a big help on the offensive line. Um, and and he's six – I just had it here. Six, five. Six, five, three, fifteen. So I, that to me is, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, exterior lineman size. Uh, yeah. Not only that, I got I to gotta show this picture. Um, let me see if I can – He's also a heavyweight wrestler on his on his team. And I don't know if you saw this picture. I don't know if the uh, the good people um, at home saw this picture. I'm going to clear this one out. I got a new picture that everybody's going to look at Landon, a, a Donovan, or Landon Davidson in, in a whole new way. Okay. They're going to say, OMG. Okay. I think, you know, a, a guy who can wrestle can play, you know, normally good uh, movement, good lower body strength already, good uh, ability to be flexible and agile. Does he win as a wrestler? Um, and that's the tough question. Multi-sport guy? That's always good. He held, held offers from uh, a lot of the Mountain States, Colorado State, uh, Washington State, Wyoming, Nevada, Kansas, Iowa State. There's one that's all starred out uh, that you can't quite see here. Um, uh, trying to see what his wrestling record was. Doesn't say. That's disappointing. I expected better. Who who wrote this recap up? They need to be a, a, a severe talking to. Let me, let me clear that picture off. I can't do it quickly. I used to be able to do this quickly. I don't know what happened. Well, um, we're getting, you know, we're still getting used to the new platform. Fred time. says Todd could especially, take him. Especially when you're old, it takes time to adjust. <laughs> yeah, you are. You're feisty tonight. Uh, Josh says, I don't know if you know this about wrestling. It's all about leverage. I've heard that. That's yeah. probably why I always lost to Todd. Maybe. Or my roommate, Tom, who turned me into a pretzel one time. Is that the Flying Salami Brothers? No, he wasn't one of those, but he was another wrestling guy that was short and stocky and you know, could just make you weep. David, Matt, you made a great comment a few moments ago. We are going to come back to it as the show goes on here. Um and, and, and we're going to, uh, cause it involves another one of our beloved commenters. Um, Shea Blutarski 
believes that uh, Hall has ruled out Nebraska. I I had heard that too, but apparently then he, oh, come on. There was a comment earlier today that uh, I think he had, he had ruled out Nebraska, but then turned around and uh, like put us in his top three. I can't remember what it was. Apparently he hasn't completely ruled out Nebraska and we'll find out less than 24 hours where he's going, which is hopefully Nebraska because we'd like to see some stars in this class. Yeah. Like Charlize Theron. I mean, I don't know if that's no offense to she's a very talented actress and a lovely woman and human being, but I don't think that's, I don't think she's going to help Nebraska get to 12 and 0, John. Probably not. Unless she's out there distracting the other, like in the movie The Replacements. You remember that movie? Keanu Reeves, no. Gene Hackman? No. Oh, came out in 2000. Um, yeah, I've, I, all of my movie, a lot of my movies went away when I died. They just, the memories of them just went. Well, music t- never did. Movies no. and books, though, went away. For context. Uh, for context. For context, Gene Hackman is brought in uh, as Jimmy McGinty. He's going to lead this group of of uh, replacement players because the Pro Football League is on strike and it's uh, led up by Shane Falco, who's played by uh, Keanu Reeves, and they need to hire cheerleaders too. So they go down to the gentlemen's clubs and they they bring in strippers or exotic dancers to and then they use them to distract the other team so that's i'm not saying charlie stara needs to strip necessarily all i'm saying is that's a weird way of saying that could be how she helps the team okay John, I like we got watching l- go ahead keep going no you go well, I was going to say I like watching Charlize Theron in her movies where she beats the shit out of people. Um, Mad Max Fury Road's a great movie. Uh, we just watched The Old Guard on Netflix, I think it was. That that was fun for me. My That's wife is one. like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like she always does. She doesn't say that out loud because she doesn't swear. I have to that, swear for the two of us. <laughs> and I'm sure you do. That reminds uh-huh. me. Really important follow-up question from last week. Did you do... What I asked you to do, like your your one bit of homework that night? What? Did, did you go in? <laughs> did you leave the room, put on that Arkham no, Golden Grind no, song? No, there's no, there's no hip hop. It's it's more R&B. There's no R&B. There's, listen, if you're going to listen to music like that, why does nobody ever bring up la- Latino music, huh? Well, I don't know. Romantica. Romantica. The guys that can actually play instruments like guitars, you know, they can play instruments. They don't just sample crap from all over the place. John, this song is a classic. It's almost 30 years old. Okay, that's great. No. Well, yeah, you you literally had one job. Yeah. And and you did not do it. To play a song for my wife from a guy who's in prison now and peed on girls. Allegedly. Yeah. Which one's alleged? I don't know. All right. Let's move on to some comments. Uh, Living in Omaha, David Matney says, did you hear Adrian Martinez got picked up by the Lions? I didn't, but I saw he was having a garage sale. Well, the very next comment comes to us from Fred Sacco, who says uh, Adrian Martinez having a garage sale of Husker gear. He was going to ship it, but feared it'd go to all the wrong places. 
Texas. <laughs> well played. I, is anybody going to go to his garage sale and buy some things? I mean, do you want stuff that other people have sweat in? I don't know. Some people like that. Okay. Like worn jerseys. Okay. I mean, I'm sure they probably got cleaned. Maybe. I, I Do we want to... Dion mentioned this earlier. I don't know how much time we want to spend on it, but the possibility that Dion Sanders might, you know, I think he's already lost some toes and might have some more. And wouldn't that be a shame if he wasn't even on the sideline when Nebraska was playing in Boulder? Well, I saw in the ESPN ticker tonight that he will not lose his foot, which is good because, you know, I don't want anything bad physically to happen to Deion Sanders. I want I want bad things to happen to him. His teams on the football field like like murder. Like other teams murder him. Like one team I like murdering him a lot. Just murder him, just murder him right in the first quarter. Just ah, 38 to nothing first quarter. Weeping, tears of blood coming from Colorado fans, all three of them. All three fans. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on then. Um Oh, here we go. Sam uh, with a great comment going back to our uh, our Husker uh, women basketball uh, commit and, and prospect. Sam Roberts says, I think this shows that Nebraska is the number one school in the country for women's athletics, not only due to our on-the-field success, but especially due to unmatched support by fan base. That's a good point. And we talked a little bit about that last week, how we talked, uh, you know, we, we brought up the fact that Nebraska men and Nebraska women, the big three for, you know, for, um, you know, men, it's football, basketball, baseball for women, volleyball, basketball, softball, but their combined averages have them at the number one spots respectively uh, for combined attendance and, and not to, you know, necessarily beat that dead horse, but you're right. You know, Sam, I think you're exactly right there. It's, for a, a multitude of reasons, you know, Nebraska fans do turn out, and especially for women's sports. And we, you know, we talked a little bit about, uh, you know, Jordy Ball, Jordy, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Last week, and and how you know the season tickets have all. I think they've outsold the stadium, you know, for season tickets for next year, which is tremendous. Uh, just you know the excitement that she's going to bring to. Uh, to, to the program to Lincoln next year. So it's really incredible. You know, sports are fun. Sports are fun. You know what's even more fun than sports? What? Winning sports. Then that'd be the women, wouldn't it? Yeah. But oh, smash oh. You know, when I was in Nebraska for the spring game this year, uh, somebody I trust a lot told me with regards to nil, they said, um, if you were going to bet on teams improving, bet on women's basketball and softball. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I said, just, uh, just watch. So there you go. Now you're not allowed to, um, sources. You're not allowed to name your sources, but no, I do think women's basketball and softball will be improved. But again, Nebraska 15 and 0. it doesn't get much more improvement than that. Look at that comment. That's that's a classic. That's an all-time Fred Sacco line right there. The only yeah. R&B John deals in is ranting and bitching. Amen. Amen. Oh, great. Thank you, Fred. That 
that you know what any any comments that that can make john laugh or smile they're they're top comments um all right let's uh let's go to josh's comment here on three guys talking a lot about the lack of concern about all the guys being defensive backs because in the system that can mean anything from linebacker back it, that's uh, true but we do need some big defensive and offensive linemen coming in no disagreement yeah, that prude kid is six foot four, one ninety. I mean, you put thirty pounds on him, which is likely, and you know, put thirty five pounds on him. You got a six foot four, two thirty five guy that can run really fairly fast, can cover people, it could do whatever he wants on a football field. That's what I'm looking for. This Braylon P- Prude dude, yeah, from the, Pierre, that, Texas, the, the guy that can do everything. The you know that type of you got to be got to make sure that as you're putting on the the size that you're not, you know, and I trust, I definitely trust our, our strength and conditioning coach. Cause I've seen him. <laughs> um, but you know, you got to trust the, the strength and conditioning nutrition guys that it's, it's proper functional weight. That's not going to hamper his speed. Um, and, and, but you're right. I mean, that's, that is like tailor-made outside linebacker build. So, um, all right. Well, I want to. I've got a couple here that. All right. Let's see. Here we go. Brian says not to rain on our parade, but what are the chances a bunch of those softball tickets were purchased by StubHub because they know how crazy NU fans are? I don't think that's. No. Well, I, I don't think it, it's impossible. It's because I. Because I, you're you're right. Um, there always will be a demand for tickets. No, what what did we have here? What do we have? We have the best softball player in the nation coming to Nebraska. And what in Nebraska? What are they hungry for? What are we hungry for the most in relation victory. to? Yeah, victory, winning, winning, winning. I can't wait till I'm old and my kids are out of the house so that I can yell at the microphone too. Oh no, they're probably because like oh, right now I just got to be like. Yeah. I mean, you saw my wife and my oldest just went up to bed like five minutes ago. I was like, yeah, yeah, John, that's, that's right. We're, we're going to win. Yay. Winning. Yeah. Winning. And you're over there. Like, you know, you know where the rooms are. The rooms are, we have a split level house. The rooms are way upstairs. Directly above I'm, where I'm sitting. Yeah. I'm downstairs. This is why I'm downstairs. I mean, technically I'm downstairs too, but um, it's possible, I, Brian, but I do think that uh, John's got a point. We do, we, we are ravenous for success and, um, you know, a, a player in addition like Jordy will bring, certainly ramps up the excitement. Um, all right. We're going to go with this one first from David Matney. David Matney says, if we win the division, I say Fred Sacco is a special guest host on Coronation Livestream. We could probably do that. Fred saw that, commented in response. John will be so conflicted, win the division, and his prize is getting to deal with me live. <laughs> I tell you what, the only way it'd be it'd be proper is if Todd came back uh, and for that show as well. Because I, I just love when Fred yells at Todd. Gets Todd all worked up. But we we do have... We have had discussions internally about how to make some of you Chatterfields an even bigger part of the show. So, 
All right. And then David has another one because he's all over the place tonight in a good way. Um, it says, question, what game or at what point in this upcoming season will we know we are on track or off track? Now, John, before you answer that question, let's pull up the calendar or the schedule, the schedule. And we're just going to do this one at a time. Are you going to put this on? What are we doing? Just, just time out. Good. All right. Win or lose August 31st at Minnesota. Will we, will that be the indicator? Like that be the deciding game of we're on track or we're off track. No. Win or lose September 9th at Colorado. Will that be the indicator no. that we're on track or off track? No. Win or lose at home September 16th against Northern Illinois. Well, that would be bad, but I, all of these are going to be no the first year. Okay. No, I mean, I am, I am literally in the first year of a coach's contract. I think you have to dismiss what happens because especially now, I mean, these guys, we're all happy about this off season what's going on and how far things are. Matt rule says all the right things. And you know what I mean? But the reality is, is he's taking a, a group of young men who were coached by a completely dysfunctional, well, at least leader, and he has to turn them and put their heads on right and teach them how to do a no, whole new system going into the first game against a, a, a team who's out physical dust in the past. So I just – I think there, there's two ways to answer this question from Mr. Matney. Are we, do we know that we're on track for this – for the season or on track for Matt rule. I think, I think anytime you make that determination, the first year of a contract, it's a bad deal. Now for the season, I'm honestly going to probably say the Minnesota game, because I think in the Minnesota game, you're going to find out right away if our defensive line can stand up to a team that's going to run the ball, like everybody else that's going to beat us in the big 10. And uh, right away, if our our it, here's the here's what I would watch for in the first, literally the Minnesota game. What I'll go to that game and watch for the most is somebody taught our defense, our offensive line, how to pass block when somebody runs a twist or a stunt. Because in the previous years, anytime somebody ran a twist, ran a stunt, nobody knew what to do because yeah. clearly we're not coached. And we're going into the Minnesota game with basically the same offensive lineman and then the same offensive line coach. So I think we're going to know early whether or not, you know, this is going to probably work. It, now, obviously they can have a bad game and get better. You know, nobody should overreact on the first game of the season, but we will because that's what we do. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to be able to tell a lot in the first game because it's it's a, a game. Honestly, if we're going to win the division, we need to win. I the last division ever. All right. Yeah, I want to agree with you and disagree with you. Um, agree with you on the part of Matt Rule on track, off track. First year too too early to tell. You know. Um, now, if the season is on track or off track, I mean, we all know deep down in my heart, 12 and 0, 13, 14, 15 and 0. But if we come out like the last time we hosted Northern Illinois to the same result, oh, buddy. Yeah. That won't, that won't be, that won't be pleasant. So I'm excited for the defense. I really am. 
that's what I'm excited for at the beginning. I apparently missed a ton of comments. Hold on, let me, let me look. It's easy to do on this platform because they just go by while you're sitting, you think you have them and they're just like, uh, by the way, I I, I'm scrolling up, so I'll, I'll do my best to catch more, but Josh says ranting and bitching has shirt opportunities or implications. that's, That's true. Uh, right up there with the, uh, hashtag well there is no hope one you know all that fun um let's see here at at one point uh uh fred says you're getting a little dark well it was Um, about Dion sanders and the whole blood out their eyeballs thing darkness that is um Fred says, who spiked John's drink with Red Bull? Animated John is an exciting fella. This uh, is well, how I keep myself awake. Yeah. Uh, it, it's getting past John's bedtime. Uh, and John doesn't drink anymore, so it'd probably just be straight Red Bull. I, 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 don't, tried touch, to, I, I don't touch that stuff either. I tried to uh, convince my oldest to just drink straight pickle juice. He wouldn't. He's, you know. He's not dumb. Uh, Dion Pryor says I'd move tight end Eric Gilbert to left tackle already with emojis that don't show up in our text but hopefully you see them Um, Sam says you may have just created a winning meme don't don't dispute (laughs) that I didn't think of that Um, let's see Joe Barth says, I think my friends should not go to Boulder. Heard their fans are rough. Um, I don't disagree, although I, you, know, like, you got the opportunity to go, you know, uh, be part of, you know, pissing on their parade. I think, I think you've got to take advantage of that. I think that all depends on how old you are. Fair. Fair. I think if your friends are 25 years old, you're damn straight going to Boulder. I mean, if they're old and crusty like me, you're like, eh, what are you doing? They're they're gonna mess with our continental breakfast. Uh, Dion says, "If we call an onside kick before halftime, we are off track. No dispute." Um, let's see what else we got here. Yep, James. We all we all are in agreement. James uh, Boardman says, "Want to see fundamental improvement this season?" The term that we used to kick around uh, for longtime listeners of the show incremental improvement um and whenever you have a new coach a new system a new coaching staff coming in uh you're allowed to reset that expectation to incremental improvement uh hoss would tell you uh that you know we were getting to a point in the frost era where incremental improvement was not enough because we weren't seeing any and so we needed to see some drastic uh leaps of improvement um uh fred says i will overreact the shit out of the first game and blame it on this podcast no uh, you don't get to blame anything on the podcast. So pump the brakes. Um, and and Joe Barr says, we have to beat Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue to get on track. We, we, we still have Stephanie's comment somewhere. Oh, don't worry. We've got it. Okay. But we got it. We got it. David Madden, he always coming through. He says, be sure to hit the like button for the algorithm. We must serve our internet overlords. Hit the like button on whatever platform you're on. Let them know you're here and that you appreciate what we're doing. We do it uh, 
for the love of our hearts and the love of Nebraska athletics. And I do it because I get to hang out with John and, and piss him off every week for a little while. John was so mad before we started recording. <laughs> what, He's like, what are you, you telling him that for? <laughs> because, John, it's important that they know how bad I screwed up. Oh, they, it is not. Okay, never mind. You don't get to hear that story. Sorry to leave You're, you hanging. Well, good God. <laughs> All right. There has, to, there has to be a, you know what? Remind me to contact their tech support and find out if there's a dark mode for this new platform. Okay. Because, uh, you know, I like I like dark mode. It doesn't glare as much. Okay. Well, let's cycle back to Stephanie Jackson. Stephanie, we hope you're still with us. Um, we would also understand if you weren't. <laughs> uh, how confident are you about Matt Rule's direction for the Huskers? Go Big Red. Are we going to win the division? Thanks. Big fan of the podcast. Um, so I would like to at least address uh, one of these questions first. Are we going to win the division? Yes. <laughs> okay. And, and Why wouldn't we? We're going to start off with a win against Minnesota. Okay. We're going to we're Iowa is we're we're no longer like the 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 years of losing to Iowa are over because Iowa is has plateaued. Iowa's not going to improve, and we've already beat them again when we had an interim head coach after the dysfunction of of the last regime. Josh says going 15 and 0 and not winning the uh the division will be very strange. <laughs> uh, true. Well, well played. Um I'm not sold on Burt in Illinois just yet. I know that it's an up and coming program and also Wisconsin I feel like is going to have a steep decline because they're installing a new system. I just heard that they had a decommit an in-state decommit and so now the top 6 uh, football players in the state of Wisconsin are not going to Wisconsin, which is like some like last 20 years of Nebraska stuff, realistically. Um, so I, who tell me really uh, honestly, and this, you can blame it on the Kool-Aid or Fred for your benefits. Since, uh, uh, you haven't asked yet, or at least if you did, I missed it. And I apologize. Blame it on the line of Kugel's original beer. Who in the West is going to stop us? Iowa. I just said they're not. <laughs> okay, they're not. You can't. You can't contradict me. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you understand how podcasts work. There's no argument. Oh, I thought we were supposed to be contradictory. <laughs> uh, no, I mean you can if you want to, but I just want you to know you're wrong. Okay. <laughs> Do I think about? Uh, well, is, should is it my turn? Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. I, I, I'm confident about Matt Rule's direction for the Huskers. I think he's shown that he can turn around really poopy stuff and crappy situations before, throw out the Carolina Panthers. I don't give a shit about the NFL. But I, I do think long-term that Matt Rule, you know, I, I liked the, the fact that we hired him as a coach. I liked a lot of his de- um, assistant coaches look good. The whole staff as a whole I think is a good staff. I think that it will take some time and it's going to be damn difficult given how hard the big 10 is going to be in two years. So um, 
I just do. I think we're going to win the division this year. I'm not ready to love again. I've said this over and over. I've just, I just, you know, I can't get the. We have to win to wash the stink off me too. This winning, this losing attitude kind of thing. You know, I just, I, I just want us to see us beat up Minnesota physically. I, just I think want if you we know. can, if we can beat up physically Minnesota in the first game, I mean not let them run the ball on us over and over and over and over and force them to throw the ball. Sometimes they're going to have a better quarterback than they did with Tanner Morgan. But I, you know, I think that'll give me a lot of hope on the rest of the season, but uh, is this going to be a work in progress for a while? Yeah, it is. You don't, I mean, you don't know the feeling of saying that we're going to go 12 and 0 and which is what I did last year as well. You know, you'll recall you, me and Todd were all on here live. I believe that was our first live show saying we're going to go 12 and 0 and we lose in Ireland and Northwestern and nobody took me seriously, John, the rest of the year. Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, you're not. Uh, But no, I I stay for all of us. I was sorry for all of us. We all kept wondering if we're going to go three and nine or nine and three. And I guess that worked out, didn't it? We got, we got four wins. What are you talking about? I I am drinking an, an Izzy. I'm not even, this is even a product placement. I don't know what sparkling mango flavored juice, juice beverage, (laughs) beverage. (laughs) It's getting late. Josh is giving me hell now too. Uh, he says it's okay, Greg. No one took it in Nebraska seriously the rest of the year either. Well, um, so am I confident in Matt Rule? Yes. It, it just look, and and I saw some of these in, uh, you know, I can't remember his coordination or Twitter, but it was like some of these commits that we got in the last year. I'm sorry, in the last week, a lot of them were from Texas. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule's done more to reopen the doors to Texas than any coach in the last 20 years. Yes, he is. Yeah. And, and say what you want. Like, I don't like Texas as a football program. I don't like Texas tech or Texas A&M or Baylor or North Texas or West Texas or, or the Permian Panthers or whatever. (laughs) I don't care, but they produce football players, more of them than Nebraska. And if he can get with all of his connections, if he can get some of those athletes to come to Nebraska, double thumbs up, big shoots. So, uh, Stephanie, thank you so much. Uh, we hope that you made it for the uh, answer to your question. Um, let's go to David uh, Matney, who once again says, uh, not once again, but he's, I might be drinking too much Kool-Aid, but I think it's possible to go bowling this year. Yeah, that's what we need to look for in this season. Yeah. It's just to, I mean, j- just to get rid of the shitty comments about our program. It's just like winning the division. You can't go 12-0 and 0 and not go bowling. Just like you can't go 12-0 and 0 and not win the division. That's uh, true. Thomas, whoop, I thought I... Thomas Hildebrand said a few moments ago, rule is only getting three star clowns, no five or no four or five star heroes. I mean, I don't know if I'd call him a clown. Like seems a little personal besides <laughs> kind of harsh how they earn income at birthday parties on the weekends is none of our business. 
I honestly, if I, I'll just pose this: if you were a four or five star recruit that wasn't a Nebraskan, why the fuck would you come to Nebraska to play football? Why wouldn't you, John? Because we don't win. We have not win. We stink. And until you get rid of that, then why would anybody come here? They would come here for a paycheck, and that's not why you want somebody on your football team at the collegiate level. At the NFL level, they're pros. They act like professionals, hopefully, you know, Antonio Brown aside. It, but at college, you know, they should want to be where they want to be, not because somebody's paying them to be there. Pay helps, but it shouldn't be the main reason you're at a football program. So th- that's why we need to get to a bowl game this year. We need to, at a minimum to get to a bowl game. And I'll can probably con- I'll consider that right now on June 22nd, 2023, a winning season and a successful season. I'm in, in like November, if we're like 10 and 2, then I'll be like, you know, you know, then I'll be, be probably sing a different tale. David Matney says, pull for the comment section, bull game, yes or no? John, don't answer that. That's just for the comment section. Okay. What? <laughs> uh, James Boardman says that Sun Valley Lanes, because they were talking about going bowling, and like, yeah, they, they, there's some nice bowling alleys in Nebraska. Uh, Sun Valley Lanes has an indoor putt-putt golf course, and the former coach has the course record. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, Joe Barth says, we need our star, Amir, Sue, Burkhead. Who's next? Who Who's going to step up? I would like it to be a running back. Interesting. Can you uh, extrapolate on that idea? I don't know. I, you know, if it's a running back, it means we're running the ball successfully. And it means that the offensive line is worked out. And it means that we don't have to rely on the passing game. And that we can look at a guy. I mean, Amir Abdullah, you look at a guy. Uh, you know, one of the most amazing plays by Amir Abdullah ever. McNeese State. It, was it? Was a no, was a oh. play that nobody ever recognizes. And it was a play in that Northwestern game where we threw the Hail Mary. Right. And it was a play where he got a fourth down and and just at the end of it, it was something he just did because he was Amir Abdullah to get the first down so that we could stay in that game and win it. And I uh, you know, you can see highlights of Amir Abdullah and they don't include that play. And that's the kind of guy that we need, somebody who can just say, fuck this shit, I'm winning this game. If, you, know, you guys are coming along, I'm winning by myself. I would really like, I, I, I don't think it's the definition of a successful season, but I would really like, uh, and last year was not this, but I'd really like for our leading rusher to not be our quarterback. Yes, that would be good. So, um, you know, we, we Casey Thompson threw the ball more um, and, and handed it off quite a bit more. So, um, well, so isn't everybody just tired of the whole quarterback thing? Hey, the quarterback, the pastor quarterback, the four-star quarterback, the quarterback. <laughs> I'm losing it here, huh? All right, John. I think our last question is not one that we can answer right now. Oh. Uh, is it about dark matter? No, no. But it's going to okay. require homework. Uh, Son of a bitch. And, and specifically to me. Not necessarily to you. I don't know if that's good or bad or somewhere in between. But MK asked earlier, we were talking about uh, uh, Wandale there, who's not no longer a Husker. He's not once a Husker, always a Husker because he left. Um, he says, Greg, who are the top 10 no longer a Husker former Huskers? 
And I find that to be a very intriguing question that yeah, I cannot true. answer on the spot. That's true too. Um, but I'm going to save that question. Okay. Cause it's the off season. That's big, some good, uh, good podcast fodder for next week. The top 10, I don't know if I can do 10, maybe top, I'll do as many as I can. Five to 10, uh, no longer a Husker, former Huskers guys who, you know, they, they turn their back on the program Bastards. or, or maybe they, you know, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't, uh, not necessarily carry, carry themselves appropriately while they were here, but, but they've, they've embarrassed themselves and, and therefore their former school along the way. So I want to see, I just want to see coach fraud. know. uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, good point by Fred. Uh, I will win this by myself, John, before all his podcasts. That's not wrong. That's not wrong, Fred. You don't know how you, you, John is the straw that stirs the drink around here. You, you, uh, you guys don't realize that I raised three kids who watched me watch football, and after that, they've been able to deal with everything else that happens in their lives. Pretty easily. <laughs> so n- next week, John, feel free to participate if you want, but I'm going to have at least some uh, names on this. No longer a Husker, former Husker list. Okay. All right. Because they've, they've, they've not, they've not done the Scarlet and Cream proud. Either they've in not? the, Either either they've turned their back and left like punk ass Wandale, or they now. Granted, he almost got killed, and I think it was the the Purdue game or the Iowa game or something like that, where he's, you know, going running into the end zone to try to catch a pass and got clotheslined and about took his head off because, you know, his four for three, his head's at a very dangerous level. Um, but I'll try to have some names, maybe some pictures to go along with it, maybe some backstory. I don't know. I don't know how much time I'm going to have or if I'm even going to remember about this, you know, before next week. That's going to be. You, right. you You need to go find an app called Tick Tick. Oh, God. You and your Tick Tick, man. And put, don't you have any kind of like project tracking application? No. What? Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have Word document. That's the same, this, right? This no, it is not. Oh my god! Sorry, I have, I have dis- disappointed. I have three hundred and forty-five things going on at the same time, and the 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 way that I track all this stuff was with productivity apps that are very. When my customers go, okay, what else are we doing? And I will read them off the list of things that I have tasks for because because I bill by the hour, Greg. That's very nice. I don't. Okay. So I track everything in my life. Uh, Fred wants to know, am I rating them by their success after they turn their backs on us or just by our animus? I'm just going to be like, I don't know what an animus is. Well, I'm going to tell you what exactly what it is. It's hostility or ill feeling. And that's what I'm going with. (laughs) This is is all going to be emotionally based. Harrison Beck. Yeah, yeah, that's see right up here, right up here on my ticket. Tanner Lee is, uh, is uh, 
link listen to Orgasmatron by Motorhead. Hmm. Wear a GoPro to the Minnesota game and taunt them fucking Gopher fans. That's right there in the tick <laughs> Is that on your is that on your your tablet or is that in a it's no, it's uh, on any platform. You could just you know, it's like a to doist or tick. or or OmniFocus. I mean, I've used the gob of different project management applications. Try Googling TikTok and it just brings up TikTok. How do you spell TikTok? T I C K T I C K. That's probably why I spelled it wrong. I use I know these how to spell I, I I have to use these things because I can't track stuff from customers. All this stuff is can be very complex. Like uh, you know, like uh, what is the best Black Pink Tunnel Walk song? Oh yeah. Did did you do your homework for last week? No, I didn't. You know, it's still there though. It's right there in the tick tick. I was going to say you had one job, but apparently you had 345 jobs. I, so. I had <laughs> zillions. All right, everybody. I think that is enough fun for tonight. Uh, be largely because John's getting older and uh, keeping him up this late is difficult. But, yeah. <laughs> hey, Aaron, one more. Joe Barth Rayola playing with our hearts. Uh, you know, Gosh, I you flashed that up so fast. I thought it was Avery Moss to put his wiener up the glass at the Honest Club. <laughs> I, you know, give Ray Dylan Royal a break. Like I said, if you're a, if you were the top recruit in the nation, would you really honestly go to Nebraska? And I think the answer right now is no. Until we show something happening, yeah. we were going to end, weren't we? And and now he transferred uh, down to Georgia for high school. Yeah, I've I've taken the comments out of my view. Here we go. Well, okay, then I've got one for you. What? Uh, Fred, I want you to add this one to Tick Tick. Take a dump and shake the fist at the sky. <laughs> I think I've been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Again, we appreciate you joining us uh, here live. And look, if you are only catching the audio version of this Friday via the favorite podcast app of your choosing. That's great, but you're missing a ton of fun. Great engagement from the Chatterfields. We are uh, exceptionally pleased. This is my favorite version of the Five Heart Podcast, and I've been doing this for a lot of years. Uh, so thank you to everybody who uh, tunes in every week. Uh, I, as I say, just about every week, we know there are a lot of entertainment options out there uh, for you, but we really do appreciate that you spend time with us. Uh, we try to make it worth uh, your while, worth your money, which is none. So, you know, we're a cheap date. Um, except for those of you who subscribe on YouTube, two ninety nine or whatever that is. Uh, it's a membership. As a, that too. Join. Join. Click the join button. Click the join. Click the like. Click, yeah. click the subscribe. When this is all said and done, click the share. Uh, and, and we know that the Chatterfield number is going to grow uh, when we get in season. But we know... You Chatterfield faithful, and you'll, you've been with us all along, and we appreciate you more than you know. So for this guy, John Johnston, I'm Greg Mahachko. This is the Five Heart Podcast. We remind you each and every week that Five Heart is all the heart you need. John? Winning! 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 Go Big Red. Go Big Red. <laughs>